I have only two jobs, this video and this, and I'm hitting 50. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> not too difficult, is it? i got to change this, because it shuts off at the 30 seconds, if I don't say anything. I know I probably could have changed it years ago, but instead, I just put up with it and try to fit myself around it, like we are apt to do. When I was out there using it, my left arm was bleeding, I just looked right. <laughs> I didn't want to fucking deal with anything. And I still have the same patterns as when I'm not. They haven't changed that much. If I can avoid something, I will. <laughs> I'll tolerate shit. <laughs> that could have been fixed in five seconds for months. <laughs> really. <laughs> I just laugh at it now because, hey, I'm not going to beat up a Toyota for being a Toyota. I mean, it's a utilitarian vehicle. I'm not a fucking like a rose parade float. <laughs> so not, I fucking have a lot of dings. I smell. I don't turn well. But hey, it's not me. <laughs> if it was me, it would be like an urban renewal project. I'd be constantly obsessing. I've got to make this better. <laughs> That's all you can put that to rest, man. Take care of the addiction, the alcoholism. Yeah? And then see what happens. It's sort of like, it's like being a rose bush that's never bloomed. And it's surrounded by a lot of blooming rose bushes. And it's got self-centeredness. So it's constantly resenting the fuck out of the other roses. And then it's blaming itself for a bad rose bush. You know, it should, be, it should have bloomed by now. But the fact is, it's very severely challenged because it's in a very tiny pot with lousy soil, getting no water and no light. So that thing that believes it's such a loser and this and that, those are just effects that can be corrected. So if you take that rose bush and put it in a big pot with good soil, some nice water and some light, it's going to bloom. This is all we are like as action figures. Yeah? The wrong thing has been directing us. Yeah? AA will play the middleman role. If you go submit yourself to it, it'll put you into a bigger pot. It gives you some water and light, and you'll start blossoming and blooming. Yeah, It's always been innately available. It just hasn't had the right conditions. The mental condition is too powerful. The parasite is going to do exactly what parasites do. Suck you dry. It's not going to let you die because you're the only one it has. Yeah, so it's gonna. You're probably your life's probably gonna be prolonged for quite a while. You'll have abscesses and limps, and you'll be on your eighth rehab and twelfth institution. And you'd be hoping you could die. <laughs> I remember I used to overdose, and when I came back, when I came to, I was so fucking pissed because I got parachuted into the same movie. The police were there, the paramedics. I was fucking fuming. <laughs> you can't get out of what you're not in. You cannot get out of what you're not in. You cannot get out of what you're not in. If you get these fundamental mistakes of how we're proceeding, then real progress can be available. Yeah? But if it's self trying to get out of self, it's just like you're chasing your own tail in a lot of ways. You'll get a lot of relief because the insanity will stop by just your behavior or modification. But the inner peace may be escaping you.
Yeah, the ability to enjoy peace of mind. You know, to understand the word serenity and comprehend peace. They may escape you. So, any questions tonight? This is like the non-duality side, and this is the AAs. <laughs> Earlier you said that, like, you know, deep sleep is almost more real than I think I took a banana shit the other day. That's why. Almost like my nighttime dream is almost more real than this. No, the same reality. They neither are real. I have this experience where I'm waking up from a dream, a nighttime dream, and it just blends right into waking up in the morning. Yeah, it's a dream, but then I start to just think. Yeah, about stuff, and it's it's almost the same thing. It is the same thing. We just don't think so. What better way to deny that we're in a dream by saying we had a dream every night? So we say we had a dream at night, so that we don't realize we're in a dream now. The best way to neuter a truth is by you and I claiming it. We make it into something. Like they say in uh, neuroscience now, the observation distorts the observed. That's what happens very fast. Yeah? So when you have something, that something has now been changed by you having it. That's how it works. This is a whole perceptual uh, house of mirrors, this whole event going on. Time is the hugest, biggest influence of all. Watch anyone driving today, they're usually moved by time. All their behaviors coming out of the belief in time. Get out on the highway, when you're not going to have nowhere to go, you don't see anyone as threats or obstacles. When you have something where you have to go to, that everything's an obstacle, right? You don't see that you were the the one constant in both those events. <laughs> Maybe you have a lot more to do with what's happening than you imagine. I believe you do, really. I believe you're the dream of the dream. That's much different. See, look at recovery. If you look at it, it's gorgeous, really. If you look at the first introductory inventory, which is usually presented as a four-column inventory. So we're going to look at Resentments, which means re-feelings that get kicked up by how we perceive what's happening now. And the re is very important because it's meaning time is a huge part of it. So you're re-feeling something, yes? So resentment, and then there's the fears, and then there's the harms done to others in pursuit of what you want. And we look at sexual behavior. Just, you know, it'll highlight it a little better. So you go in there. So you look at the first two columns, and let's say the first column says, well, I resent an institution person or whatever. So let's say Wendy. So I resent Wendy. And then the second column is you just write down why. What did Wendy do to, for me to resent her? Well, she left me, all right? So now everyone in a bar tonight does the first two columns. They know, who, they know, they know exactly who they're pissed at and why. But it all leads to is another drink. What AA does is takes another column and another fourth column and it brings you to see your role in things. God fucking forbid. <laughs> your role. And then in seeing your own things, there's a lot of relief there where there isn't any at the, at the second column. When you keep thinking it's other people, yes? 
once you see it's what you have to do with it, suddenly a huge amount of relief is available just by that simple movement from the spotlight on them and others to you. This whole, every other spirituality, all it does is brings it farther back. To see your role, really, your huge role in this whole event. Yeah, just like seeing your role in the, in the fourth column brings a lot of relief, seeing your role in this whole place brings a lot of relief. That's all it does. It's just moving. It's like here, if you're looking at something here, this close, and then you keep lifting up, you see it clearer, right? This hasn't moved, this moved. Yeah? So the mind moves, and it sees that which it couldn't see clear, it sees clearer. This is all that it is. That's, all, that's, that's spiritual uh, elevation, in a sense. You now see what you used to look from. You start seeing it, yeah? and then more is revealed. And a lot more is revealed. And then you have an intimate sense of peace because you're in it. Yeah? You know presence because you are it. Yeah? You're now available and that sort of causes you to be of service. Because you're present and present is available and availability is of being of service. In other words, yeah? All this happens without any thought effort on your part. You're really just a laboratory experiment. You've now changed the main ingredient, took self out of it, and put, let's say, spirit into it, shakes it up, and it comes out totally different than the last experiment of you being an insane fucking addict. Yeah? (laughs) It does. It's just one ingredient has changed. Self. You're directed by something else than self? Jesus Christ. You should How could it possibly be that an addict of my type, because I was a fucking pro-addict, professional, I, I rate my devotion to drugs with any spiritual devotee in the history of spirituality. I loved cocaine. I did anything fucking for it. I would go through anything for it. I would take anything from anyone else to get more of it. And I would never fucking leave it, no matter what. Yeah? And yet, you cannot transcend an imaginary condition. That was the dilemma. And it has to do, and the same thing could be applied to spirituality. Self's never going to get out of self. Yeah? You have to see you're not in self, and that's the experience of being out of self. What we do is we have a reminder of that by service. When you do service, you, lose, you get out of self because you're not that interested in yourself at that second, you know, because you're interested in being available to others. And then you feel the sense that is brought about by your own absence as self. Now that can stabilize, that you can have a sense of this as being absent, and then what's present then as you is that thing you used to search for as a goal. You are what you're looking for, really. So, it's beautiful in a lot of ways. Talking about beauty and the antithesis of it, the antithesis has just walked in. (laughs) (laughs) I see over there. (laughs) So... We're ending, though, bro. I know. I've milked this cow as long as I can milk it. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't have to come. He's so advanced, so he thinks. He doesn't. He just (laughs) drives by. 
<laughs> and, he goes, <laughs> and he calls me and says he was at the meeting. <laughs> All right, so anyone have any questions? Yeah. Just real quick. Um, I keep getting the cycle. You me. don't. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> experience the cycle. Yeah. Um, where there's an experience of not identifying myself. But it doesn't manifest in the to, uh, service, that, that, that way of life, that uh, way of life of being in service to continue sustaining not identifying myself. Yeah. Um, I, I, I keep encountering this, uh, what gets me back in my addiction is this intolerance towards words and all the little functions that I used to enjoy that I feel like reinforce the sense of self. So I become more the interaction with people and what you know the, the actions, activities with going to service. I it becomes I have a stage where it's intolerant, and then I become kind of more. I just have all this energy, and the the the, the addiction, whatever indulgence. It's like I enjoy that grounding, that that coming back to self, because I don't, I never cross that threshold. Of, of that natural inclination toward being of service. And I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. Well, because that thing, the self thing has a gravitational pull. So in the beginning, it seems like there's effort and resistance to it. But you have to break, sort of in a way, break through that membrane in a way. So you can't take your own, your own uh, dissertation about where you're at to be true. It's coming from the parasite. So just keep doing what you're doing, yeah? To me, it's like staying on your... Get on, get on the operating table, obey A. Don't get up, and don't play doctor, and things go well. I know, it's life sustaining. Right? Yes. But you see, the selfing is going to attempt to put itself in between you and that. And it's going to start claiming you don't feel like doing something that you are essentially needed to do right now. This is not a game because many people who leave our community die. It's not like leaving that you know knitting club and they just go knit sweaters with someone else. But a lot of people die, mm-hmm. literally, or worse, they don't die, and it goes on and on and on. I saw it with a, my friend after 21 years. Wendy went out, and she was very clear at time, very helped a lot of people, wrote books. And she's been going in and out for seven years now. Seven fucking years. There was no way in hell she ever thought it was going to turn out like that when she thought she could have that drink that night after 21 years. Seven fucking years. Going to the best, best, whatever, the most expensive places like the Meadows in Arizona, all these places. Having sober friends, paying people to watch her, everything, nothing fucking worked. Now she's back again, and it looks different. We'll see what happens. But I'm telling you, man, you and I, knowing that how vicious that big dog can be, while it's asleep in our house, we, it's not wise to tease it. <laughs> you don't want that dog to wake up, because if it does, you're going to have to walk it, you're going to have to clean up after it, it's going to bite your friends, your enemies, and you, and you're going to have to feed it tons of fucking food. Yeah? Right now, it's asleep. Let it stay asleep. 
Yeah, and then get on with the business at hand, which for you is to be sober as an action figure, and then let the spirit reveal itself, and it will. Yeah, do not use philosophy to fucking jackpot you concerning your twelve steps, which the mental state is wont to do. It would love. You know how many Buddhists I met who try to use Buddhism and they're now drunk Buddhists. <laughs> Tons of them. Yes. You, you were given the card that works for this figure. AA, let's say. Let it use it. Yeah? There's not a better card for you anywhere else. This is love that brought you to it. And just like love brought me to AA. Yeah? And therefore, receive that card. Let it do its trick. And this will get stabilized. Because I'm telling you, in my own experience, when I was out the end of the end, my managing caused me to have to be managed by others. I had to be institutionalized. I would only last a few weeks out there. I would get into so much trouble so quickly. Someone had to put a stop to it. I couldn't. Yeah? This is where it ended up. I was on, there was only one square left. And it was someone else's square. I was two years in Delancey Street, tons of jail time here and there, warrants galore in Alameda looking for my ass. I got a letter when I was sober after 11 years from the fugitive squad from Nassau County, Long Island, asking me to go back to Long Island and surrender to the authorities. And I said, oh yes, I'm going to jump on a plane right now. Well, yeah. Hill. Oh yes, I'm going to buy the ticket now. Of course I'm not going to fucking go back to Long Island and give myself up. Luckily, my brother-in-law was uh, the lawyer for a judge, and he checked it out. He said, just don't come home for a while. <laughs> but you know what I mean? This is what can happen. And you know, the philosophy you think you have will be washed down its fucking toilet system. It's just, you'll eat it for breakfast. This is about recognizing, just like the diabetic, they can wake up and be enlightened, but they probably still take insulin. Yeah? This brain is warped. You have alcoholism. Yes? It's, a, it's pregnantly, it's a, it's, it's, it's a possibility latently there if you're sober, and then actively there if you're not. But it's there. Yeah? It can get triggered. After 20 years, after one day, it doesn't matter. Why would you want to live in that minefield? Just do what, get into the habits of doing what takes care of it. Yeah? And then, and then, then you'll have the freedom to entertain other possibilities. Because you won't be having police knocking on your door when you're trying to meditate. <laughs> You know what I mean? Your action for your life will be more conducive to other to possibilities that we call spiritual ones. Yeah. So. Yes. All right. That's it. Let me just turn that button on. And remember, the thing that's talking in our head is not you, and it's really not looking out for you. It's looking out for itself. It wants you for transportation. It's dying. It's like city share cars. It can't wait to get you on the road again.